Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to The Shit Show. Kia ora everyone, I'm back with Nick. Kia ora Nick. Hey, how are we doing? Pretty good. Now this is me and Nick's last podcast together for a while. I'm moving up to Auckland to go and pursue big shit you should care about things and Nick is unfortunately staying in Blenheim. That's alright. It's alright. We'll watch this space. We'll try and hire Nick one day, I'm sure. Now today we're talking about... Actual current events, which I feel like we haven't covered on the podcast for a while, eh? It's a little bit off-topic for the shit show. (laughs) A little bit off-topic, but we are covering an absolute shit show. This shit show being Belarus. Now, Belarus is back in the news this week after what is being called a state-sponsored plane hijacking. This story is actually wild and really fucking interesting and... To be honest, I'm not going to keep talking around it. I'm just going to tell you why. So what happened? This week, Belarusian authorities called in a false bomb threat to a plane that was in mid-air traveling from Athens to Lithuania so that they could arrest a journalist on board. Now, Nick, this is actually a big deal, isn't it? It is. It is. It's a plane from two European countries run by an airline that's part of the EU. Ryanair, by the Ryanair, way. Ryanair, yep. So the European Union has their has their fingers in on this. And so does the leader of Belarus, or the fucking quote-unquote leader, because no one actually elected him there, um, which we'll get into later. But Alexander Lukashenko, who is known as what? Europe's... Europe's last dictator. Last dictator. He's been in power since the fall of the Soviet Union, right? Yeah, so he's been in power since 1993. And he was the one that orchestrated this whole fucking thing, ringing in this false bomb threat because he is scared of dissent. I mean, he didn't personally call the bomb threat. No, but he was the puppet master. He was in charge. So, a Ryanair flight carrying about 170 passengers, among them was Roman Protasevich. Now, sorry if I'm not saying that right, but I watched a YouTube video of him saying his own name. And I wrote down how to say it. So Straight from the horse's mouth. Straight from the horse's mouth. But I still could be fucking it up. Apologies in advance. But Roman and the other passengers were flying over Belarus en route to Lithuania. So he lives in Lithuania. He was on holiday in Greece with his girlfriend. A lot of Belarusian activists live in Lithuania now. I know, because it's too dangerous for them to be living Mm. in Belarus. Which is a big red flag, isn't it? It is. So they were flying back to Lithuania when Belarusian air traffic controllers notified the pilots of a potential security threat on board and directed the plane to land in Minsk, which is the capital of Belarus. It wasn't only air traffic control telling them as well. There was a MiG fighter jet accompanying them. I know. I read about how Lukashenko actually got a fighter jet to basically escort them down to the landing strip. And for if you're a passenger on board, that must be pretty freaky. That would be 
so so fucking scary i actually um read through the transcript of the air traffic controllers to the pilot and the pilot kept asking for information it was like he didn't believe that there was a bomb threat he asked four times in the transcript can you give me more information where is this coming from like what alert level is this threat he was really obviously they don't take it fucking lightly and they're not used to getting false threats but this was false. But, I mean, what can you do when you're in media? You've got to take threats like this seriously. If you were Roman at this point, you would be shitting yourself as well, wouldn't you? And apparently he was. Bystanders on the plane said that if you could open a window and jump out, he looked like he was ready to do it. And he was telling people that if he lands there, he is going to face the death penalty. Did you hear about the texts that he sent to his friends in Athens airport? What did he say? He sent messages to his friends just before he hopped on the plane mm-hmm. saying that a man had spoken Russian to him and asked to take photos of his papers. Oh, okay. So So something was in the water. So you can understand why he would have wanted to jump out the window. Fuck yeah. So what happened was after they landed in Minsk, Roman and his girlfriend were both seized and detained in Belarus. Now, you might be wondering, who is this guy, this journalist, and why is he a big enough threat to Belarus and the regime that they call in a false bomb threat to detain him? Well, he is the co-founder and former editor of Nexter Telegram channel, and Telegram is like a social media outlet, like a Facebook or a WhatsApp. Um, It's one of the most popular opposition outlets in Belarus. Now, most independent media organizations in that country were actually forced to shut down last year after there was large, large-scale protests, which we actually covered on Siska. Now, Nick, do you know much about these protests from last year? I know they were surrounding the election and the the questionable results of that election. Yes. So, Lukashenko, now what is his title? I suppose he's the president. He's the president dictator of Belarus. Yeah. So he has been in power, like we said before, since the fall of the Soviet Union. He refuses to give up his title. He's 65 years old. And basically, he continues to change the rules so that he stays in power. So last year, he did a really, really shocking, shocking job at handling COVID-19. He called it a psychosis that could be cured by vodka and a sauna visit. He refused to put the people into lockdown. The official line was basically that the virus doesn't exist and that the Ministry of Health had to keep quiet. So last year was the first year that really, really he met some opposition because there was an election. So the lead opposition was a lady called Svetlana Tekinovskaya. Again, I could be getting that name wrong. We'll just call her Svetlana. And she took over as opposition from her husband, Sergei, who was a popular YouTuber, um, and he rallied against the regime. But he was arrested and banned from registering in May because Lukashenko doesn't want anyone running against him that could have any sort of power Mm. or influence. So anyway... Svetlana got this group of women together. They got a fuck ton of support. They were really, really threatening to Lukashenko. So then everyone went to vote and Lukashenko somehow won with 80% of the vote. 
Now this was quite clearly false. Now that's a landslide victory. Now that is a landslide victory and one that has clearly been manipulated. Basically then this sparked massive protests where actually about 7,000 people were put in detention centres. They were beaten black and blue. They, They had their bones broken. They were threatened with gang rape. They were shot with rubber bullets. They were treated super inhumanely. And so people took to the streets and continued to take to the streets. And who was largely helping to organise these protests? Well, Roman, with his big following on Telegram and big sort of media-slash-activism account. So you can see why Alexander Lukashenko didn't like this guy too much, eh? Yeah, I mean, you can see why. Bearing in mind, Roman's only 26. Mm-hmm. So that's like your age now. Exactly. That's, that's slightly older than me. Also, Lukashenko is just... On Vladimir Putin's dick, to be quite frank, he wants Russia to absolutely love him and, you know, he wants their support. So some of the tactics that he employs seem quite Russian, dare I say it. And Svetlana, after she didn't win the election, actually had to flee Belarus as well because her safety was in jeopardy. So again, she was another one that had to get out of there because it's not safe to be there. So after these protests and after this fucking fraudulent election, Belarus charged Roman under a law that bans organizing protests that violate social order and security services put him on a list of accused terrorists, which is a capital offense, which means it's punishable by the death penalty. Now, Belarus is actually the only European country that still carries out the death penalty, which was what Roman was really fearing on the plane. Also in Belarus, most executions are carried out by a shot in the head. Prisoners aren't told when they'll be executed and data on capital punishment is treated as a state secret. Although Amnesty International has said that over 400 people have been executed in this way since 1991, the fall of the Soviet Union. So it's a scary, scary place to be facing the death penalty and just a scary place to be in opposition. They seem quite serious about following it through, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they absolutely do if you're ringing in a bomb threat just so you can detain this person. Now, just quickly going back to Lukashenko, he's a bit of an interesting man. Nick, do you have anything to say, any facts that you know about Lukashenko? He's He is an odd, odd man, um, but I suppose power can, can do that to you, having been in power since the, the early 90s all through to now. I know. Um, one of his, his COVID-19 prevention techniques was um, suggesting that people take a ride on a tractor, which... What, to, like, get fresh air? I don't, I don't know. Actually, Belarus are really big tractor makers, aren't they, and exporters? Oh, wow. Um, so I think it's one of the main things. Mm. Um, and he's also obsessed with his dog. And there's quite an entertaining roundabout slash statue built for this dog with LED uh, TV screens all around it. It's worth a Google if you've A got statue it. of the dog? A big statue of the dog. Like, a big, big statue oh of the God. dog. So we won't put money into COVID-19 prevention, but... I'm sure it's a nice dog, a dog, but... I'm sure it is, but... Probably not worthy of a statue. I mean, no. Not a nice man. I hope the dog gives him a little bite in the night <laughs> or something. Wheeze on his carpet or something yeah. like that. So anyway, thank you for those facts about Lukashenko. But what I want to look into is, like, is it legal what Lukashenko did to this plane? Well, that's what the the EU are looking into at the moment. They're, they're, as you can probably imagine, they're quite concerned that a plane flying from two EU countries 
by an EU airline mm-hmm. carrying a lot of EU citizens has been effectively hijacked by a, by a rogue state. It's a dangerous precedent to set. I was about to say, it sets this precedent that if it's been done once, it can be done again, which it absolutely can't. I've done some reading and the International Civil Aviation Organization, which is an agency of the UN, said that they were strongly concerned. The agency said that the apparent forced landing of the flight might have violated the Chicago Convention, which is a 1944 accord that established the core principles of international aviation. Now that, it seems like something that would violate that because otherwise what the fuck does violate it? The government of Lithuania has issued its own statement saying it is an attack against the international community. A civilian plane and its passengers had been hijacked by military force. The EU and Canada have banned their aircraft from using Belarusian airspace. Which is fair enough. The Greek foreign ministry called it a state hijacking. Prime Minister of Poland called it an act of state terrorism and it goes on Germany, France, even America have condemned what happened. However, Russia, where the state media actually described last year's uprising against Mr. Lukashenko as a western plot because of course they did. Editor of the Pro Kremlin Russia Today television network wrote on Twitter that Mr. Lukashenko had played it beautifully and A member of parliament in Russia said that the arrest was a brilliant special operation. Right. I think it's important to note that Russia really want to be good friends with Belarus as well. Yeah. So, of course, they are going to say all these positive things about this. Well, yeah. I mean, they're both just gassing each other up and it's gross. But Belarus actually needs Russia economically. I'm sure... Russia needs Belarus a little bit less. Big brother, little brother relationship, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. So it seems like it's fucking illegal. It is it is a big deal. And it, yeah, it sets a really scary precedent. What's probably even scarier is like, we don't know what's going to happen to Roman and his girlfriend. As of today, when we're recording this, which is on Thursday, the 27th of May, we've had a video released of both Roman and his girlfriend separately. But these videos where they're kind of confessing to their crimes and saying that they're being treated by police officers fairly are really obviously very forced. They are filmed under duress. This is a tactic that has been used in both Russia and Belarus before. Roman is bruised. His He looks like he has a broken nose. The families have both said that they're not saying this off of their own free will. And we actually have no idea what's going to happen to these two now. There's not much that the international community can do aside from kind of condemning it. But it's really, really scary. Well, yeah, I imagine it's terrifying to be in that situation. It's it's something that we, we don't see that often, especially with these large countries. I feel like we don't see it in the West that often. And when we do, it's it's a huge, you know, big deal. But... I think it happens in places that we don't see coverage of so much. And I'm really not surprised whatsoever at their treatment. I am surprised that a plane got lowered by a fake bomb threat made by a state. It's a very ballsy and quite a desperate way to apprehend these people. Yeah, this 26-year-old that is just obviously proving the power of social media Mm. and activists. And, And it's brave of Roman 
to have continued to be doing what he was doing despite the fact that he knew that if he went back to his home country he'd be facing the death penalty Mm. but I mean he obviously felt like he was safe in the plane and and as you would and he wasn't exactly he was going to a safe space yeah the place that he'd been living for a while and where most activists feel safe and yeah, it's a dangerous precedent and we will be following this up on Shit You Should Care About because I'm weirdly really interested in this and I think Belarus is a fascinating, fascinating place and Lukashenko needs to be just done for. I'm scared was... about flying now that I'm <laughs> going to be coming under attack. Well, don't, don't worry, Lucy. We're, um, we're, we're not flying anywhere anytime soon. No. So if you've got any thoughts about this or you want to come and give me your two cents, which I would absolutely love, please do come to Shit You Should Care About on Instagram or The Shit Show with a whole bunch of underscores. Nick, where else should they come to chat about this? We've got a Discord. The Discord. Come and visit us in the Discord. The link's in the bio on our Instagram. Or you can come and visit us on shityoushouldcareabout.com. See you later, Nick. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I can't wait to come back someday. Oh, I've loved it. Bye, everyone. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.